Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Which he said that's a 15-2 matchup. That's a bad yeah, matchup a bad for you. bad matchup for me, Chris Candy. He's just like every kid I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, before, he said be, ventilation. Before we get the show started, uh, coming off that Chris Canty sound, which is great. Yeah. Can we get a pit check? Can we get an armpit check? Can we see? Oh, uh, do we have you any holes? Do it this morning. No, let, let me see. see. Do we got it. Okay, no, we're, we're clean. By the way, we're it's clean. The same kind of sweater. Boom, clean it's and clean. The same kind of sweater too. Tight sweater. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad we worked All through right. that. All right, listen. By the way, you guys, uh, good morning. Good morning, Jay. That what WBC last night, the World Baseball Classic. How you doing, Max? It was nuts. Did you see that at the Yankee with with Trout and Otani? Like, that's- yeah, I didn't. I didn't necessarily zoom into it, uh, <laughs> but I did see it. Um, I mean, hey, I know you. Listen, did, did you did you hear Otani? I know pre-game? you. You mean you know? Trout? You know, you mean yeah, Trout? Under I know pressure? you. Yeah, man, I, I hate I know. to say it. It feels that way. Well, Max, no, but I know you. Mm-hmm. We we see each other every day. Mm-hmm. So I know. Oh, you know, you're saying Otani and Trout know each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you hear Otani pregame where he was like, "You don't need to admire these people. Like we, we can beat these cats." Yo, it they, was real. It was real. Like yo, try. It was. It was cool to hear. Heading into the game, every like it, baseball's fantasy would be: What if Otani and Trout were facing each other with the game on the line, the bottom of the ninth inning? Right? Like, by the way, full count. One run game, <laughs> struck him out. Otani like, might be one of nuts. the baddest. Otani, one of the baddest dudes I've ever seen, though. Yeah. One like of the best. Smitty cold-blooded. Just in general. Both sides, Key. Well, Pitching like, and hitting cold So I can't wait for him to become a Dodger next year, you know? <laughs> it could be. Why, he was like Yao Ming in the locker room with all of his teammates. So wait until you see the video. How tall is he? Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a big dude. Six, he's, six, I think he, yeah. No, I don't think he's 6'7". I think no. he's about 6'5". Yeah, something like oh, that. He looks 6'9", yeah. 6'10", six, six, in the locker room next to his teammates. But he's so. not, not, he not a slim dude, yeah, though, yeah. either. He's... he's Put together pretty good. And he yeah. hits those moonshots. Mike Trout, man, you don't get a lot of bites at the apple if you're on the Angels. Boy, you got to come through in some clutch situations sometimes. Especially when you rep the USA. Yeah, that's a bad <laughs> one. That's a bad one. Meantime, KJM, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. John Morant spoke. Mm. You want to hear what he had to say? Want to hear what John Morant had to say yesterday? He was asked, Please. how have the last two weeks been? Uh, it's been good. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of learning, pretty much, you know, that. Um, honestly, you know, took that time to, uh, you know, better myself, you know, get in a you know, better space mentally. All right. So, listen, obviously, he's had time away from the team. He's gotten into a lot of kind of off-court trouble for which he has not been charged, but has certainly made its – the news has made its rounds in the media, and he self-broadcasted. Let's talk about a, an unforced error – and while stuff was going on, oh, he got into a fight with a kid. This happened, that happened. He get he gets into a he, he's in a club and he and he puts on his own IG live stream a, 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 that he that he's got a gun in the club. Now later on, he says it's not his, and this told Jalen Rose it wasn't his. But he had to so he had to serve an eight game suspension, six games of time already served, plus an extra two games. So now he's going to be back tonight. He was asked, "How has this process been?" 
ongoing process, you know, continue process for me. Obviously, you know, I've been there, uh, you know, for two weeks, but, you know, that doesn't mean, you know, I'm completely better. So, um, you know, that's an ongoing process for me. That, you know, I've still been continuing, you know, since I've been out. Look, man, I, I, to me, this interview is way more John Morant than the sit-down that he had with Jalen Rose. The sit-down with Jalen Rose felt way more uncomfortable because it was his first time really addressing it, and you almost felt as if he had lines that he wanted to rehearse, which if anybody's gone through anything crisis management or you're coming out of something, I had to go through this a little bit with my motorcycle accident. You're like You sit down with your PR team, like, hey, let's stick to the script on these issues. Uh, let's not dig deep into these other avenues that questions can take you. Like, Stay on script, right? That's what you got with the Jalen Rose interview. With this, you feel like you're talking more so to the, to the young man who's 23 years young, right? You're talking to Ja, where he's more like, all right, look, like I made mistakes. Um, I have accountability. I own it. This is an ongoing process. It feels way more authentic and real to me than the Jalen Rose interview did. Jalen was I think there, you key. take a step back, though. You got to take a step back when you first get into something and it's fresh and new. You take and once you take the step back, you can now become uh, Ja that you just heard from, opposed to maybe Ja with Jalen Rose. Because when things are fresh, there's line, there's there's landmines out there. So you've got to be able to navigate around these landmines because if you say something wrong, it could it potentially explode on you. Just like it sort of kind of did in the Jalen Rose situation where people was looking at it and saying, well, you know, I don't know. He didn't, you know, he's not owning it the way that he needs to. Now you remove yourself for a couple weeks from the entire situation. You've had an opportunity to talk to people that have been in the same situations that you've been in the past. You just take on a different sort of understanding of the seriousness of the situation and early on, you probably didn't really know that. Yeah, I mean, the Jalen Rose interview, the difference between here, like a press conference, and that one-on-one was Jalen Rose had expressed that people should have some empathy for Ja, right? He sat down. Ja knew he was with someone who was, in a way, kind of feeling like he was talking to some younger version of himself, mm-hmm. right? As an older self, trying to, trying to help him in a way. Um, and, and, Jay, and, and so that's very different than just kind of a, the, the media blob, right, where there's maybe some people of goodwill, maybe some people who are just playing it straight down the middle, and maybe some people who are trying to get something out of you to antagonize you in some way. And so I think your, your, your uh, disposition toward a press conference is going to be very different than it is to a guy one-on-one who you know has publicly expressed that he'd like to help you, right? Yeah. And I, look, John Morant practiced yesterday. He's scheduled to come back and play today, but I – everybody makes mistakes. I I think we're all willing to say this is a learning opportunity for Ja. But I will say this. I do believe the NBA missed the mark on his suspension. I thought he should have been suspended for the rest of the regular season without pay, and his return should have been subject to successful counseling from the NBA. I think whenever you involve guns and alcohol and all this other stuff, I think there's a high standard that needs to be set in the bar that needs to be set around the league and setting that kind of example. And now come back and play in the playoffs. But I thought the punishment 
was a little bit too lenient. He addressed he addressed the alcohol, right? The rumors. That he, he, here's Ja addressing the rumors that, that this could because whenever you looked at his his social media before he scrubbed, I'm not it, saying he was abusing it, but right. It, but on you social saw media, a lot of saw a lot of, of that, stuff, yes. And then you also saw very questionable judgment, and those two things tend to go together. Here's what he had to say. I don't have an alcohol problem. Never had an alcohol problem. Uh, so I went there for counseling um, to learn how to, you know, manage stress, cope with stress in you know a positive way. Um, instead of you know ways I've you know tried to deal with it before that you know caused me to make you know, mistakes. All right. I think um, it was not unreasonable for people to speculate that alcohol. And by the way, when when people speculate that alcohol could be part of the issue. In a way, it's charitable toward Ja because it's like saying, "Yeah, you made these, you had, you showed poor judgment at the very least several times publicly." However, maybe if there's alcohol involved, that could go part of the way toward explaining he, why the judgment still, was poor. And he's still learning how, to, like you said, he's learning how to deal with stress. And learning how to deal with stress, maybe at times, depending on how severe the stress has been, maybe he has turned to alcohol. Maybe that is the case, but he, like he, he's not an alcoholic. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that that's the, there's a difference there. Like he he may have, you know, he may like to drink when he has stress to relieve whatever he's feeling, but doesn't necessarily mean that he's an alcoholic that he needs to go to to rehab for that. Opposed to learning how to deal with the stress and some of the other things that come with being John Morant. That that way, if he eliminates that stress, he eliminates the alcohol. Right. I, I, I'm not saying he's an alcoholic. I don't, I don't think he's an alcoholic. I just think – I don't think he was thinking. No, not you. You're not – No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't think he was – a lot of times, Q, when you're that young, like, you just – you're not even thinking. Right. Like, you're just living. Like, you know, your IG video's up and you're drinking Casamigos and you're down half the bottle on a plane, like – and there's multiple videos of you partaking in stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People start putting two and two together because now you are him. You are living your life in the public eye. Like, you are, like, a celebrity. You know what I mean? Like, you made it. So – you got to think about how you move. We were talking about Michael Jordan the other day. Like you never saw Michael Jordan. You didn't know how Michael Jordan moved because he didn't let you know how he moved. It's a different lifestyle, right? Um, so I think as long as Jaws learned from these situations that he has a chance to win on the court and just keep press at a minimum, only focus on basketball. You know, keeping press at a minimum is interesting because when people are looking at you and what, how many months ago was it? That's the next face of the NBA. Right, that was one of the candidates. Maybe there were two or three, him or Luca, maybe one or two other guys, maybe, and and that's when the press comes. That's when you want more press. You want you want to raise the image, right? You want him, but but so being the face of a league has much more to do with merely being the best player or the most exciting player. It's how you handle all that media. And now what we see is it's going to be a road for Ja. I don't, by the way, I wouldn't say he could never become the face of the NBA yet. It's, but by the way, he already put, it, put himself up against the wall in this sense. But, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's not impossible, but there's a long road ahead, right? First, you've got to get back on the court. You have to have success. You have to stop messing up. And then eventually, as you said, Jay, like try to limit media exposure. Media exposure is going to have to rise again. It's going to be more of it, more and more of it. Yeah, I, just, I, and I know it's a, it's a privacy matter. I am curious, though, when he said this is an ongoing issue, I would like to have heard about, like, well, here are certain things that I'm doing to address that in that ongoing issue. So how does, how does Jaws return affect the Western Conference playoffs? That's the real question, right? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around 
different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. Ongoing process. You know, I've been there, uh, you know, for two weeks, but that doesn't mean, you know, I'm completely better. There should be somebody around him kicking his ass right now. Just letting him know that you made a big mistake, and this is not small, and you have to make up for it. He understands the gravity of this situation, and so rightfully so, he is uncomfortable because this is a position he probably never hoped to be in. He got the hard part out of the way. Now, it's the easy part. It's getting back to playing basketball. And... Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. So here's something interesting that came out of yesterday, guys. Tim Legler was on this uh, fantastic show, this Justin Handsome Host, 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN. And he made a point that Ja, the suspension, because Jay, you thought he should have been gone for the year. Mm-hmm. But it was eight games, six times served, plus two. Well, here's why that could be a blessing in disguise, according to Tim Legler, for Ja and the Grizzlies heading into the playoffs. Listen to this from this just in. One thing that's going to be interesting, and this happened with, with Steph Curry a year ago, you know, a guard late in the year, I know he brought a lot of this, this negative attention to himself, he's, and he's you know, been suspended, he's been away from the team. But you know what else he's not doing? He's not putting any wear and tear on his legs at this time of the year. When you come back after layoff this late in the season, you are revitalized uh. from an energy standpoint. Ja, I think, is going to be the best version we've seen Ja be all year, because I don't think this, this is going to actually distract him. I don't think it's going to bother him. I think it's going to make him more focused and fresh. Sure. When you've got a fresh set of wheels as a basketball player, particularly a point guard, and you come back this late in the year, that could bode well for them. And he has something to prove, guys. On top, not a chip Scary. on his shoulder. So, so fresh legs, not so long that he gets stale, right, or loses his basketball legs, but a revitalized fresh leg jaw with something to prove the world. What do you think, Jay? And by the way. Look, Josh's whole thing, he was talking to Dylan Brooks the other day about coming off the bench because he respects how well the Memphis Grizzlies have been playing. Yo, they're number two in the West. Yeah. They've been sustaining being number two in the West without Ja. Now, and think about the rest of the Western Conference, right? Look at what 
last night we saw Paul George go down. I don't know if anybody saw it in their game against OKC, but it was scary watching his, his knee literally bend backwards. Ugh, and it just it's, there's always guy. some kind of injury happening to PG under the basket. It, it, it broke me last night. You got that. You got Kevin Durant trying to come back off an ankle injury for Phoenix, but Phoenix isn't the same team because they don't have the depth. You got the Golden State Warriors who are 8-29 and 29 on the road. You heard Draymond Green on his podcast talking about we're desperate. We need GP2 back. You know, we need Andrew Wiggins. Who knows when Andrew Wiggins is going to come back? You got the Denver Nuggets who are trying to put together all the pieces, but they're not playing their best basketball right now. This thing is wide open. It's wide open for a guy It is. Wide it's open. wide open for sure. I mean, especially, you know, the Clippers you, – the Clippers situation, you always felt like, okay, when they get in the playoffs, who knows what might happen the with them. Mm-hmm. They, they might clip, or all of a sudden they may just hit. But now with Paul George's injury, who knows what that could turn out to be. Obviously, Ty Lue's a hell of a coach. We don't know about the LeBron and the Lakers situation. I still feel like if they get in somehow, they can make a nice run because the West, even though it's a somewhat deep-looking conference, but everybody to me is on even playing ground. There's nobody that's so far out in front where you sit there and you go, wow, they're so much more superior than the next team. I don't see it that way. When you think about the Suns and Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant has, hadn't been there. He came, played about five games, then he gets injured. They've got to get into some sort of rhythm and chemistry together. Uh, this is all new to the Sacramento Kings. How, how does that play into them long term when you talk about the playoffs? And then the big question mark, obviously, is the Denver Nuggets. I don't even factor in the Dallas Mavericks for whatever reason. I just feel like they got two scores, prolific scores, but they don't have anything other than that. And you got to play some defense in this league. Denver, on the other hand, is going to always be question marks about can the Joker deliver come playoff time? If he runs up against Anthony Davis and the Lakers, what will that be? Will Anthony Davis own him? So it's wide open, like you say, Jay. Yeah, Why don't meantime, what does that all mean if Ja – remember, this is the same thing last year. Whenever he missed time, the team had a very good record. But in the end, in the playoffs when he missed time, they still went six games with the Warriors, but they lost to the eventual champions. And you have to wonder, had Ja been healthy – could he have swung the series? I tend to Plus think. Plus, they missed they they missed that one in game one. They yep. should have got oh, that, that game was, one. That they should have the got one. that one at home. At they missed home, an opportunity at home. And, and, but I don't think they win the series even with Ja. But there's a, you can't say for sure not right now. Ja comes back. His legs makes the point on fresh legs. As I added, with something to prove to a team that's second in the West. Here's the quickest way. How can Ja come back from this controversy and this and that? You imagine if that team win. chipped up win. Could you imagine that? Yo, winning cures all here. Like, let's not, let's not say, like, you know, you're, you're cold today. You did something wrong today. You win tomorrow. You're a champion. Yeah, somehow people <laughs> forget about the bad thing you did oh, as look. long as you're a winner, right? Oh, look, well, it'll be a high, and, and think about, like, we were, we were laughing the other day with um, Julius Randle had 57 points, right? Yep. And everywhere you saw, all over the internet, on different shows, they led with 57 points, and you saw a lot of highlights. And the caveat at the end was, and the Knicks loss, right? Like, so think, who's the most highlight-driven player in the NBA? Ja. Ja, you can make a case for Zion, but Zion hasn't been on the court. So if you're going to see special plays, special plays, special plays, and that equates to a championship, yeah, you're only going to be talking about the positive things around Ja Morant. That's, you know what's interesting? Key is Jay says that. There have only been a couple of players in history who win the championships as highlight reel type guys, right? Like Magic and Bird weren't exactly that. <laughs> Look at that. 
The, the, what? Right. This is, <gasps> this is MJ Kobe type highlight stuff. MJ and Kobe were the two that, that played above the rim, stupid highlight stuff, and won all the time. Max, not even that, Max. I'm telling you, when I watch games, I can find two or three other things that you start exposing that are highlights, that are highlights that you guys wouldn't even see. Yeah. Like, he has this little stutter cross that he does. Yo, it's one of the – nobody else in the league does it like him. Right. It's so different. That's a highlight within itself. So, like, as Hoopers, you find things, you're like, yo, that's, that's different. And that, that carry, that goes viral. There is, you know, like – and by the way, I mentioned MJ and Kobe. It, like, Shaq and LeBron, too – we're like, oh my God, highlight guys, but it's some, there's something about when you have a bigger guy, and LeBron's 6'8", 250, 60, whatever it is, that, that it's, it's power, it's like Zion, it's like, oh my God, step back and like, just be amazed, you're blown away by it, but it's different when it's like the Kobe Jordan size, let alone jaw size guy playing above the rim with spectacular acrobatic stuff. Uh, to me, he's the best watch. When my eyeballs are on Ja, I feel like I'm watching Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. Like, ooh, that's just, just a different, different. different. There's different highlights though, because Steph Curry shooting yes, from Steph. half court is a highlight. Yep. I mean, like yeah. that. It's a. It's the big coming down and getting right on the block and turning around and just almost breaking the backboard. That's a different type of highlight. Or LeBron James coming through the lane and everybody move out the way mm-hmm. and he does his signature dunk. That's a different highlight. But Josh highlights because he a itty bitty. Hmm. It just hmm. it looked different. And and a it, Skywalker man, the dude hangs up in the air. That that is a legit question that I all like to ask our fans though. People that are you know listening to the show, like who is the best highlight player in the NBA? Like, are you more of a Steph guy? Are you more of a Ja guy? When Zion Williamson is there, are you more of a Zion Williamson Zach guy? Levine, when Zach Levine, are you or yeah. Zach Levine? Zach, See, even K, even KD too. is yeah. even KD is highlight, but it's silky smooth. Yeah, silky, silky smooth, smooth highlight. highlight. Yeah. yeah, it's a different type of highlight. But it's which like, one pops off the page more? Yeah, because man, they, it, it man, it just KD so long when he it just thing so is like KD art. Guy. It just no, I'm not. I'm just saying they're all different. No, what I'm saying right? is though, but like the question is like, and we could eight 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 say ESPN. <laughs> The, the, like in baseball key back in the day watching this week in ba- this week in baseball, right? Like you could see home run highlights, whatever. To me, I don't care. If even if it's a huge home run, that's more or less. But I used to watch Ozzie Smith make the, def- the, the web gem, right? The, the, the defensive play at shortstop. Yeah. I, that, to me, was the best highlight. Ozzie Smith at shortstop. Turn, so, turn, two, turn, two from the, turn two from the grass. No doubt. Like just do yeah. something stupid. Like Omar Vizquel later on would do stuff like that. So and then that's do a backflip so you really go crazy. What's your favorite? Hot? Mine in, is, is Ja. It's ja. the Ja, Kobe, MJ thing that makes me go, oh, my God. But for a lot of people, it might be the stupid pass. It might be, or it might Jason be Kidd or – It might be Steph. I mean, Steph, dude, Steph does – Steph still Man, does Steph stuff crossed the, the half-court yeah, line and yeah, throw yeah, the yeah. ball up in the air and he he's goes in. And Nobody around. does that. Yep. Shoot, Do turn around, shimmy and water balls court, in yep. the air. 888-SAY-ESPN. What's your favorite kind of highlight? Who's your they favorite highlight reel in the, yeah, yeah, in the NBA? Trouble in crazy right now. For the Celtics? Celtics? Slow down, Jay. Celtics might 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 have some problems here. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to get to the Celtics and the issue with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, Doc Rivers, fans in Boston. What is it? We're going to get into that in a second. But first, your calls on your favorite highlight player in the NBA. Mine is John Morant. I got to say mine is John Morant. How about I you, Key? Yes, John. What am I looking for? Am I looking for dunks? You tell me. Yeah, what you are tell you me looking what you like. for? When, it, when push comes to shove, you can say you like them all, but you got to pick one dude. You say, yup, that's my favorite highlight dude. Uh, I'll say Anthony Steph. Davis. Who? AD. Steph? Do you say Steph? Yeah, say, I said okay, Steph. Steph, right? Steph say and AD. AD, <laughs> AD when he falls down. <laughs> what? You're going to go viral. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it alone. Steve in Chicago. It's gonna, it's gonna, you're going to go viral. On you're this show, viral. two of us have Ja, one of us has Steph. Who do you have? Your favorite highlight player from Chicago. I'm going to say Zach Levine. Wild guess. Go ahead. <laughs> Hey, guys, love this show. Right now, for me, my guy is Darren Fox. Ooh, I love that dude's highlights fast. right now. I, I was just telling Max about the uh, – watching the, uh, D-Fox is one of my favorite players to watch. Even last night, watching him against Boston, man, he just – nobody can dictate like the pace he plays at. He could change speeds better than anybody in the NBA right now. You know what, what really stuck with me was national attention in the tournament, going back to college. Lonzo oh, Ball, getting, Ball getting all this attention – De'Aaron Fox not only shut him down, but gave him the absolute business him on the Bam other end. Him and played on the same damn team. Him and Bam played on the same team. It's a lot. What? Yeah. Yeah, but Steph, though, is just, I don't know. Yeah, Steph different, man. Yeah, well, he does so, it. I mean, it's almost so like it's he, almost, he changed. He got it. Look, I get it, Ja, but I've seen that before. I've seen, I've seen Ja before. I've seen AI. I've seen the little guy come to the cup. Like, I've seen that before. Not above the like, rim like that, though. Yeah, see, we haven't I, seen, I've seen, seen that before, though, man. We haven't seen no, no, AI no, no. This is, I understand. AI meets MJ. I understand, Jay, that the 40-inch vert and all that. But you, we've seen a smaller guy go through and, you know, and, and, and navigate his way to the cup. We've seen that. I'll give you a We've never guy. seen a dude cross half court. What the hell is this? Hardem Globetrotters? I, I, and, I, yeah. and now all of a sudden you got Dame Lillard doing it mm-hmm. and you got Trey Young trying to do it. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's just different to me. I got another candidate because if you like Steph and all the stuff he does, to me, this dude does some of that stuff, not from the same range all the time, but does some other stuff at the next level. Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie yeah. Irving. Kyrie. Kyrie too. It's the best, it's the best handles layup package in the league. Of all. Of all time. He has the best step, handles both of, of all like, time. He has the best layup package of crazy. all time. You hear what Dylan Brooks said about him the other day? Now, uh-huh. Dylan Brooks, and he can shoot, by the way. Dylan Brooks called him a basketball god. 
Yeah, man. He's a, he's he's a wanted, basketball guy. That's why I wanted, wanted his jersey. jersey. Exactly. <laughs> that's why he wanted his jersey. Kyrie said, and you are a basketball mortal. You can keep the jersey. <laughs> Hassan in Maryland, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, hey. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Hey, Jay, I just want to let you know, man, you made me a Blue Devil fan. I think you are the best point guard to come out of Duke University and Max, I got to agree with you, Kyrie Irving. So we're going to keep it at Duke. Kyrie Irving, to me, is the most electrifying player to me that I've seen play basketball. His handle, the way he finishes at the rim, the way he's in killer mode in fourth quarter, I've never seen nothing like that. So to me, that's my favorite highlight. Yeah, he's the, he, you could argue he is like, he's on a short list of best show in sports, right? If you just have to put your eyes on one guy and say who's going to put on the best show, he's on a short list. Like, there is a whole movement off, like, the whole Jelly fam, like, in basketball, man. Like, Javon Quinterly, who plays for Alabama, who's number one seed right now, like, he was part of it, right, the younger aspect. But just watch, you know, the layup package alone for Kyrie. Like, usually if you're coming on the right side of the floor, you want to do a reverse layup, right? You might change directions a little bit with the ball, but you're usually going to lay the ball. You know, he'll lay the ball with his right hand off English off the glass. And I'm just talking, like, low off the glass, high off the glass, on the opposite side. And you're like, yo, how does he – pin the ball there above the square and it drops in you know, his nothing angle, but net his handles you say like like it's of course everything advances but it's like you think of handles you think of back in the day ai right someone like no that. i think of Rod. i think of Rod strickland Str- strickland was nuts right uh english i think of mj i think of like M- like mj the reason it always went in is the english he, he put on the ball yeah, was ridiculous right but that's what Kyrie does it's like he knows he could put it anywhere on the backboard somehow it goes in it's crazy Sherrod in Sacramento, your favorite highlight player. Keegan Murray? Shoot, it wasn't Australia. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate you guys, what you do on the show. Um, because I know how Max is, I wonder what would be the top five. Um, if I would take three slots right now because I'm a Warriors fan, it would be the Splash Brothers along with Jordan Poole. Um, and if that would have two more, it would have to be Damon Lillard and Donovan Mitchell. You know, we're in a jump shooting age now. It's not like the dunks as it was before, even as the dunk contest has went down. The three-point shot, the jump shooting between Dame Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, the Splash Brothers, and Jordan Poole, it's just incredible. I don't know if y'all saw the bang that Donovan Mitchell had last night against my Nets, but oh, Lord. Well, he's, you're saying of uh, uh, you want a starting five highlight? I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, know, like, I don't know what he's talking about. I just heard names. So I, just, I, mean, <laughs> highlights key, I hear highlights. I'm like, Warriors yo, fan. top five, start whatever you want to call it. I just, you know, let me tell you, like, here's the other thing. The equivalent, remember when I said, like, when I was a kid, Kia, I don't know who, how it was for you watching this week in baseball and all that stuff, but I always wanted to see the defense. You know what it was plays. like for me, Max? Huh? I had to adjust the aluminum foil and then yeah, 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 antennas the, to the figure antenna. it out. Everyone had the antenna back in the day. But. But like in in basketball, Max the, had the flat screen. The equivalent, yeah, right. In the seventies, no, but yeah. in, in ba- basketball, the equivalent of the incredible defensive play in baseball to me is the incredible pass. That's the thing that really makes me go, damn, right? Like that kind of highlight feels different to me. And actually, the guy who does that nowadays, like when I'm like, what is LeBron still? LeBron still gives you highlights because he can give you above the rim highlights. He can give you that stupid pass highlight. Key, it's it's laser beam, right? It's it's we can hit you with a no look. Yeah, but see, it, it don't look the same though. <laughs> when you start talking about the no look, it's only one dude that make it look right, and that's Buck. 
Other than that, yeah. everybody else can try, but it Jason don't. It Kidd just was don't. Good. J Kid was good. Steve but, Nash too. But something about thirty two coming down the lane, yeah, a little different. That just looked different. By the way, Berg was an incredible passer too. I'm gonna give you another highlight reel, and I played with him for Chicago, yeah. and I, I'm. It's it always gets me angry because I wonder him being six six, why we didn't just play in the backcourt together. Yo, Jamal Crawford, some of the stuff I used Ooh. to watch him do in practice My shows, dad's favorite player. He used to try <laughs> things in practice. I'm like, yo, you just trying that? Like, his whole thing, like, the crossover between the legs, I'm telling you, I remember when we were in practice one day, beginning of the season, he's like, yo, I'm, I'm working on this between the legs, behind the back move. I'm like, you can't do between the legs, behind the back. Like, how are you going to do that? And he's like, I'm going to get you leaning this way. I'm going to between the legs, and I'm going to wrap it behind. And he started doing that thing in games. In games. In games? I'm like, wait, you just did that in the game? What the hell? Jamal Crawford was so, so fun to watch. It's it was so unbelievable. Man. All right. Um, we're going to take your calls throughout the mm. show. But mm. listen, is this thing with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Is this heading for a divorce? Is this, a triangle. Is, this, is this do or die right now for the Celtics because that's it for this nucleus? What? KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. DJ, we got G-Sean, J-Will, and Max. What? ESPN Radio. Mm -mm. So per the ringers, Logan Murdoch, Jalen Brown made a three-way call to Celtics president of basketball operation Brad Stevens and Jason Tatum. So it's president of basketball operations, Tatum, and Brad Stevens is the coach, Tatum and Brown on the phone to discuss trade speculation. Jalen Brown's like, oh, there are trade rumors? Okay, let me get these two cats on the phone. That was all the talk with KD wanting to leave Brooklyn and him and Jason Tatum had played USA basketball together for guess who? Emi Yodoka. Right. Right? So there's a lot of that relationship of those two working out. Here's the quote from Jalen Brown. KD and JT, Jason Tatum, are friends. It was working out together and whatnot. So I wasn't sure what the energy was. This is Jalen Brown talking. <laughs> I wasn't sure what the direction of the organization was. Stevens gave Brown apparently assurance that Brown wasn't going anywhere. But wait, there's more. In the interview... Jalen Brown responded when asked about re-signing with Boston long-term. Listen to this quote. I don't know. 
as long as I'm needed, it's not up to me. We'll see how they feel about me over time and I feel about them over time. Hopefully, whatever it is makes sense. But I will stay where I'm wanted. I will stay where I'm needed and treated correct. Jalen Brown's under contract for one more year after this season. He can become an unrestricted free agent in 2024. Murdoch asked Jalen Brown about his desire to continue to play alongside Tatum. Listen to this answer. So, hey, how do you feel about playing alongside Tatum? Here's how Jalen Brown answered that question. There's a quote. I just enjoy the time that you have now. It's your whole career. It's your whole career. If it's not, it's not. Some of the greatest players of all time haven't finished with their organization. Michael Jordan retired a wizard. As much as we like it here and enjoy being here, you see where life takes you. You see how the process goes. All you do is really focus on what's in front of you right now, to be honest. But I don't know or want to answer that question because that type of stuff makes Celtics fans speculate and go crazy especially right now. I'll just say we'll get there when we get there. Is that, what y'all, is that what y'all doing in the NBA now, Jay? Y'all getting Oof. on three-way calls? Oof. I mean, <laughs> I, I would. It's a three-way call, huh? Yeah, the franchise I, player and the, and the guy calling the shots. Basically, the two guys calling the shots. I mean, when all this stuff started coming, about, coming out about KD going to, to Boston, I mean, and the relationship that him and JT had, I would get in a three-way call in a heartbeat. Look. Jalen Brown is the best two-guard in the league to me. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. He is Jimmy Butler 2.0. Mm-hmm. And if you ever spent any time with Jalen, which I have, he is extremely confident in himself. Not cocky, confident. Big game player, In too. himself, yeah. right? He can strap you up. Mm-hmm. He can also give you 40. One of the things that happens in Boston is because of Jason Tatum, it feels as if times – Jalen Brown is very underappreciated. He is always considered to be number two. So after me describing to you how confident Jalen Brown is, hearing him in the New York Times article talk about some of the challenges about being in Boston, trying to buy a home, trying to stand up for key, what he believes is correct, dealing with fans who have said racial things to him, not all fans, a slight few of fans. Yeah, racist things to him, yeah. And understanding the history of how so many people have wanted to break these two up for so long, but they got to an NBA Finals last year with a lot of things, his extension, free agent coming up in 2024. It makes you think, yo, does Jalen Brown want to be the number one? Because he deserves to be the number one. But what comes along with that? Carrying a franchise by yourself. Can he win more chips with Jason Tatum? Potentially so. But at the end of the day, when you're young, Key, we know about this. When it comes up to your money, which he's already gotten his money before, but it's a lot of, I want mine. I want something that is mine, and I want somebody that appreciates me and understands my value and sees me as the option. Not one of the options, but the guy. And I think that is something that Jalen Brown is going to fight with. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get his money regardless, right? That that. But now it's about the comfort level, where you want to be. Do you want to be in Boston and deal with what comes with being in Boston, both on and off the court? Do you want to try to go pair with another superstar and all of a sudden uh, there's a domino effect and, and you moving around and, and you put yourself in a much better position to win a championship than you are now, uh, given the fact that the way that they've been playing lately and all of a sudden this comes out. Uh, when you start to look at that, like what what is what is it that he wants to do? And that's what he has to come to, to grips with 
to figure out what's the best situation for him. Um, you know, is it is it taking your bags and going west? Is it going down the, the road somewhere on the east coast? Like what what is it that he wants to do? Because I find it, I, I laugh and chuckle at it. You say you would do it. I don't know that I've, I, I'm not going in talking to no Jason Tatum and no Brad Stevens about me being traded in rumors that's floating around because the only thing that's going to do is fuel more rumors about and speculations about my relationship with Jason Tatum and what that really means. Yeah, but just that's keep, why I wouldn't even do it. Well, think, and, and think, about the, point. think about the pecking order, though, right? Like, if if Katie were on the table, you think Danny Ainge or Brad Stevens had a conversation with Jason Tatum about what his relationship is like with yep. Kevin Durant? Do you think Jalen Brown was even involved nope. in that conversation? No, because Jalen Brown's he, the trading But why piece. would he when they that, already know that it. he has a relationship with him? Ain't, they know you, I know J, I'm Jalen Brown. I know that he has a relationship with Kevin Durant, just like any other sport. But if I that's, got that's my that's exactly top my, that's receiver, exactly my point, though, Key. I'm going to want to roll with my top receiver. But that, that's exactly my point. You're looked at as secondary. Like, you're not looked at as primary. And if you're Jalen Brown, who I told you all is very confident in himself, which he should be because he's one of the dudes in the league, like, why am I being looked at secondary? You think, yeah, but if it's you Kevin, think he but, could be but, the best but, player but, on a championship team, Jalen Brown? At the end of the day, Jay, that's Kevin Durant. Yes. That's I Kevin Durant. That. It's Kevin Durant. I understand. So, But I'm Jalen Brown. Yeah, but you ain't Kevin Durant. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, but, but Kevin Durant's also to... coming off multiple injuries. I, I I've get been it, healthy. But, I've been playing I, through it. I, I, I and we get just got... it. But in the eyes of the people that make the decisions, that's yeah, they but look key, at Kevin they're not Durant talking as a about... nice piece of candy. Let me I, ask you something. Kevin you think, Durant is a you, nice piece of candy. You think you can trade Jason Tatum? Any package you can trade Jalen Brown for, Kevin Durant, you could also trade Jason Tatum. So it's not just Kevin Durant he's being put below. It's Jason Tatum. And he's already kind of accepted that he's the second option but on if the they team think, with but Tatum. But if, if they think that Kevin Durant is a better fit with Tatum than Brown, you're going to be on the move. Yeah, the main period. thing is not the fit. The main thing is they think Tatum's better than Brown, right? That's what they're really That's, saying. That, yes. You figure out that, the that, fit that, if you think one player that is may be, the That may be true. That may be true that they feel that Tatum is better than Brown, but they also feel that Kevin Durant is probably a better fit with Tatum than Brown. Well, they also didn't want to give up Marcus Smart in that trade. That's why that trade didn't go, like, you know. So, like, the Nets were asking for a lot. Like, it wasn't just Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant straight up. It was Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and some other additional pieces. What I'm interested in is the fact that you said, you believe, Jay, Jalen Brown can be the best player on a championship team because that's really the question, or at least, like, he could be the one of the two, like a you guy. Jason just Tatum good. could be the best player in a championship team. I because he almost was last year. I do. I think Jason Tatum can. I think Jason Tatum can be the primary scoring option on a championship team. And given the way his defense has come along, yes, the answer is yes. He'd be the best player on a championship team. By the way, could have won it last year if he would have played better. Actually, right? There like, you go. could come. Could have, would have, should have. It's true. Is it Super Bowl or bust for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? That's right. We're already putting him on the Jets. You what? know this deal's going to get done. Did he get traded already? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, it ESPN happened. Radio. Did I miss it? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.